You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome back. More of the Connor Apper Show. You're on 1620 The Zone and on 1620thezone.com. As Tom Chattel first reported, Greg McDermott and Creighton are nearing a contract extension that would allow the coach to retire at Creighton. Although it is not done yet. Trending that way is uh, certainly good news. And no sweat heading into the most important part of this season. January, February, Izzo. April. Gotta watch out for that Izzo. It'll get you. Yep. So that's good. Don't want to have that whole thing hanging over your head. What's going to happen? What jobs are going to open? Um, Lock it down. Shout out to everybody over there for for getting that job done. And uh, he will either at the end of this season or the beginning of next become the winningest coach in Creighton history. And um, theoretically be here until he retires. Also, good job not playing a home game during the period of uncertainty, quote unquote. (laughs) Nice. Nice. All right. uh, Let's take a phone call. 42 Degrees Source Hotline. We... I've had David hanging on for a little while now. David, thanks for uh, waiting. What's up? Oh, David, David calling. Sorry. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I know uh, it's, I'm a little bit later, so I don't know if you guys talked about it, but I was watching sports shows this morning, and it was about the storm, uh, storming the court issue. And when I watched it, you know, and heard all the pundits talk about it, there was a lot of people who said, you know, what can we do? We got to eliminate it. And... You know, I saw people like Jay Billis, you know, who is a lawyer and from Duke. He says, just keep everybody on the court and write citations for it. You got, oh, so, so you got 1,500 or 2,000 kids maybe running on the court, and you're going to have to have, what, 25, 40 cops on the court that are just going to be standing there, um, you know, just in case something happens um, is versus, like, doing something else that they could do you know, outside of uh, stopping some college kids who just want to have fun. I just think that there's some some things that they could put in place just to make the court storming a little bit easier. Maybe they could put out a message to the, the student body. You know, if you want to, if we win, you know, maybe we can do it that way. Or just, um, you know, I, I just don't see how it's going to happen. If you, if you try and stop all those college students who have been drinking probably, and then also, you know, aren't going to want to get written up for a citation. You think all those kids are just going to stand around and get a citation? Hell no, they're going to be running all around the court. So then you're going to create more havoc. So, like, I just think it's, like, a funny idea to just, like, start writing up tickets for people. Um, so I guess I'm smarter than Jay Billis as a lawyer in that in that way. So I guess some <laughs> people just don't get it. But, um, but like, seriously, it, I, it, course for me is part of it. I, I actually I enjoy it. Listen, don't run into the players, you know. Or yeah, tell the players beforehand, just in case you know player, you know people storm the court. Yeah, just get off. There were a couple of Duke players that I watched on the video who ran off the court right away. And then you know I know that um, you know their main player was kind of standing in the middle, but you know a lot of those kids they don't even know who the main players are. They're just there to hang out with their friends, you know. And they're just running. I don't think it was intentional. 
But um, no. yeah, it's, it's going to be impossible to stop unless you have that many cops there who can be doing better things. That's Thanks. really all I got. Yep. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Um, all right. So, yeah, this is this is the hot topic for everybody today. Are you, are you a little exhausted with court storm talk? I kind of am. Yeah. See, my opinion hasn't changed that much, to be honest with you. Like, I, um, you, you have to pick if you, if you think it's good and if you think it's worth it. I personally do. I like the, I love the idea of a court storming and there's going to be like, you know, you're, you're in a situation where there's a lot of people running on the floor at the same time. And I think you're just, you're just kind of praying in that situation. Like it's, I, I, I know it's hard. But if that's a decision where athletic directors and administrators across the country are like, yeah, that's not a risk that we're willing to take, then don't let them do it. You can put up barricades. You can put up walls. You could easily keep them off the court. You know, you have to choose to, you have to choose to not do it. Some places choose to not do it. Um, it's kind of either one or the other. Isn't it kind of either one or the other? Yeah, like, there's no you, safer cigarette here. There's like... The best idea, like... Maybe, but still, I, I love the organic nature of the court storm and how immediately when the buzzer sounds, everybody's running out there and it's chaos. Like, I want those images in my head forever. Maybe you could still get them in this situation, but maybe you just hold, you know, you put the brakes on everybody for 30 seconds and then wait till the players get off the, wait till the visiting players get off the floor and then you go. Um, You know, like, home players have the potential to get hurt too. Right. In in this situation. So do you want them to leave the court? Right. So I just I think there's just and I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a person who has to worry about liability. Like I'm not an athletic director mm-hmm. across the country. Like so this is really great for me. But I really like I, I, I view it for the enjoyment of what I get out of it, which is I like I like the images. I like what we get to see. I like these people I like the students and the players interacting with each other. I think that's what makes college basketball cool. Um, that's what makes college sports cool. Um, I love storming the fields. I love tearing down the goalposts. I love general debauchery. You know, I'm, I'm here for all that stuff. So I'm good with the court storms. And, but I know that athletic directors are thinking all about all that across the country. And they're like, is it worth the risk of me ha- taking this PR hit or even worse, getting somebody hurt at the, you know, during the moment of celebration? For your team, it it really does put a damper on it, right? It puts a, it puts a huge damper on your win if somebody you know limps off the court. It does, or something but, like that. I I just don't know what you, I, I don't know how you keep the spirit of the court storm, while also trying to make it safer. Yeah, there's I, like I, I don't, I don't know how you keep the spirit at the same no, time. There's no like, hey, we're all going to meet in section one ten, and we're all going to come onto the court from right. that way, so the players can come off from this way, so that we never interact with each other. Like that's, that's not going to happen. Um, I guess the idea of like some sort of countdown after the final buzzer. I. I You're guess. standing there holding people up for for twenty seconds. Yeah, like, hey. I definitely don't like the idea that David said of like having a bunch of cops there and as they come off the floor, stand there writing tickets like it's this big tra- it's this big DUI checkpoint. Yeah, have you, you know? <laughs> you ever watch cops break up a college party? They don't hang around and wait for their ticket. <laughs> yeah. 
Which which is what David was saying. But it's chaos. It's chaos. And I think there's just Jay, some. Of Jay the, Billis gets mad when a Duke player gets Jay hurt. Jay Billis is always so interesting. Why is he always so serious about stuff? Well, I hate the NCAA and Jay, I hate my job. Well, then leave. Jay can't stop tweeting about the NCAA and how bad it is. All right. We get and it, young man. Jeezy lyrics. We get, yeah, we get the. Okay, you wake up at four thirty. You wake up earlier than everybody else. Like, cool. Congratulations. Yeah, nerd. I just don't know. I don't know how much you could do about this. I know I. Uh, you know, we're all trying to figure out the the right answer to it. I love the. I love the spirit of what they're doing, and unfortunately, we've had two situations this year where. People either, you know, and big stars in college basketball either got hurt or, as according to some, flopped. Oh, yeah, Caitlin Clark, yeah, she flopped. <laughs> big time. And I don't, like, I, I don't, I would love for the player, you know, um, I, I don't want to say, like, take a little bit of responsibility, but there's some self-preservation that kind of goes in there, too. I know you're trying to not engage with the people, but, like, you know, instead of walking back toward your bench as Kyle Filipowski was doing, like he's he's walking back to his bench area like the game just ended and they weren't storming the court. Not aware of any of his surroundings around him, not aware that there was a Buffalo stampede coming to attack like he was. I heard uh, Jacob make the Mufasa reference this morning. I, I, I thought that was pretty good. Run over by some, what were they, uh, antelopes or? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. What was the term that they used though? The the uh the little crazy little guys? The The hyenas? Hyenas, yes. Hyenas. Mm-hmm. The hyenas came and they ran Kyle Filipowski over. Like you know You could be a little bit more aware of that situation. That's all. Do you not agree with that? A little bit of awareness goes a long way. Right. Like he's sure. he's he's walking back to the bench like no. Uh, I lost. I guess we lost. Oh, slow trotted out there. Yeah. So don't be an Eeyore about it. Get the hell off the court. I'm I'm still pro court storming. Um, and I know like we're th- this is everybody's job today to have a solution to all this. I just uh, I don't. I think you got to take the good with the bad sometimes. Take the bad with the good. I suppose I should say. I don't have any further takes on. Nothing about my opinion on this has changed this this entire year with our two incidents that we've had. Sometimes your own safety is on you. It's not. I'm not saying it's all on him. Like, don't don't get me wrong. It's it's certainly not. He's getting run over by a wild pack of people. Right. It's it's not all on him. But like to to you know, like Caitlin Clark too. She wasn't looking at anything that was. She she was sprinting off of the court. And just like not paying attention to anything that was going on, or like you have to kind of acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. All right, we're we're in this. I gotta find my. I gotta go into self preservation mode. I get off this floor any way I possibly can. Maybe Great. if Caitlin Do Clark it. had a better coach, she would have told her players, "Look, they're gonna storm the court if we lose this game. So here's what you need to do: X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. We have a flight to catch." Travis says this on the YouTube. Hi, Travis. If uh, Flip had better court vision, Duke probably would have won and wouldn't have had to worry about the court storming. Good take. Yeah. Great take. Yeah, that's the other. Don't lose. Also, let's go Galaxy Brain on this. I love this from Dion. Hi, Dion. 
Could the losing players be going for clicks? Oh. Is this the new bit in college basketball? Getting upset on the road just so you can be in a court storming situation, get caught up in a court storming situation and be at the center of all of that. And then nobody's that talking about That sounds like a real galaxy brain deal. I no, love that. Nobody's talking about Duke losing. We just talking about Duke losing today. And how shaky even their they, resume is. Even though, yeah, they got an interesting stuff on there. All right. Uh, okay, back to the email here. Bullet Point Bob is, uh, has chimed in. Hello, Bob. Good to hear from you. Today, he has decided to call me Cecil. I like it. I have a hope and a prediction. Creighton will be a four seed and BYU will be a five, and the committee will make sure to put them in the same region so we can see what would be a very entertaining offensive game. Um, okay. Hoping you continue the trend following a Creighton loss at 1620 where the zone turns into 1620 the zone but the acronym is zero ownership never ending excuses now you did preface your thoughts on Creighton's loss by saying I'm gonna go I'm not making excuses I'm... for them I don't think they played very well I just don't care that much I don't I don't care that they went on the road and lost that that much it's mm-hmm. not it doesn't feel that important to me right now. <laughs> I do care more about Rick Patino's suit. I care a lot about Rick Patino's suit. That's for sure. I got about half a dozen questions. Uh, he continues, seriously loved it when Matt claimed that they knew St. John's excelled in mid-range shots, and when they when he was asked by a reporter if he thought of doing something else defensively, he said they did decide to put different guys in St. John's shooters but didn't do anything to switch up their defensive approach. Uh, people may say, the players mailed it in and had a letdown after the big UConn win, but it seems more like the coaching staff didn't put a game plan to adjust the to the opponent. Maybe Mac mailed it in because he was working on that extension. Bob, P.S. He always does a P.S. What are your thoughts on how good the Big East is this season when they get four teams in the tournament and the Mountain West gets six? All right, we'll save that one for a different time. The Mountain West truthers are super out here, though. We never said they the Mountain West wasn't no, good. Say the Mountain West isn't good. Um, in order for the Big East to get four, uh, a lot of teams are going to have to fall off of the bubble. Like if you got that many teams on the bubble, you're, you know, you're going to get probably two or three of them. So I don't know. Maybe they get five. Maybe they get six. Who knows? But um, no, I'm not making excuses for Creighton. We we can talk about them a little bit later on because I want to spend ten or so minutes on them because I got a few things. Um, but Generally, from the game, I'm not, I'm not really. Did, did that bother you? Did, did what? Maybe it's just because I kind of expected it a little bit, but I just didn't. I, once again, I'm not making excuses, and this is all like they have to figure this out. But like, I, I just, they just kind of weren't. Um, they they didn't look like they were ready. I, I don't. Is that the, is that the right word? At ready or prepared for that what they were going to get from St. John's from a like a an energy standpoint that whole thing like I I just didn't think that game was really set up for them in any meaningful sort of way now should that really seem to bother them should that be the case with one of the top teams in the country like I, I I guess not but if you once again um they're kind of in this mode right now where I don't think you could take much away from them in terms of what they all what they are and what they have been. 
all year, and we still know what their ceiling is. We've now seen it. Obviously, they had a bad one. Their first clunker in a while, by the way, coming off their best performance of the season against number one UConn that past week. Like I, I'm not going to wildly swing from, oh, my God, I think they can maybe win the national championship to, holy crap, they're really in trouble, and they might lose in the first you know, game of the, like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to wildly swing like that in one week because he took a road loss to a desperate team who made a whole works. bunch of shots. Danis Jenkins was awesome. Awesome. You know, I didn't think Kalkbrenner was very good um, just for what they had been getting out of him, you know, missing some shots that he usually makes. Obviously Baylor was way off, you know, way, 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 way off sight lines. No, no, just, just a lot of air balls. Made the first one, cashed the first one. Re- really tried to shoot his way out of it. Tried to shoot. But like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the idea of him trying to shoot his way out of it. I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, just give it to Trey. <laughs> just as a fan, I'm just sitting there like, ah, give it to Trey. Yeah. And, you know, I I think there's a little bit of a. Now, here's the, here's the excuse if you want it. Mm. There's maybe a little bit of an illness that's coursing its way through the. Through a couple of the guys right now. Damn it, Sipple. <laughs> I know. All of a sudden, Sipple talks about people getting sick. I hadn't heard of anyone getting sick, oh. and now all these people in my life are sick. Perfect health bubble, and now all of a sudden... It's, pop, 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 pop. it's very weird. It's very weird. Bubbling up. All right, so we'll, we'll talk about them um, a little bit later on in, a, in more of a big-picture context. And, and Nebraska basketball as well, and what very they did good. specifically last night, and your dunk contest, and your beef jerky, and the whole damn thing. Still more to come, including coming back with Atlanta Braves pitcher Aaron Bummer, former Nebraska Cornhusker Aaron Bummer, who's turned himself into, um, you know, one of the one of the better. Well, he's he's on the Braves. He had a down year last year, and prior to that, he had been, you know, establishing himself as one of the better relievers in baseball. And um, we'll see what it takes to sort of get back to there and. Times at Nebraska and love to tell his story when we return to the Connor Hamper Show on 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.